listening to BTS with Brett, the podcast, a podcast created to take you behind the scenes of the beauty industry to share inspiring stories, freelance, beauty, and business advice. Basically, nothing is off limits here at BTS with Brett. We're talking about everything. And I'm your host, Brittany Rogers. I'm a freelance beauty, TV, and film makeup artist. Welcome to episode nine. Oh my goodness. Can you believe we have one more episode left? Whew. These 10 weeks have just flown by. I'm really going to miss you all during our break, um, but we'll be back soon. And before we end this season, I cannot let this season end without talking about today's topic, which is mental health and makeup. And it's a very important topic to me because it's something that we don't address very often in the industry. Social media will have you thinking that there's no struggles in our industry. And my goal with BTS with Brit was to discuss the issues that are overlooked. So when you hit a roadblock, you won't feel alone. Today, we have an extraordinary person to help us navigate this conversation because this is one I could not do on my own. I had to bring out the big dogs, okay? Our guest is one of the reasons BTS with Brit is a thing, honey. She talked me through this thing. And her name is Sia Muwa. She's a certified trauma recovery coach, a minister, and the CEO and founder of Instruments of God Ministries, where she's been called to inspire, motivate, and equip individuals who've experienced trauma. She helps them heal and walk into their God-given wholeness. She's also Amazon's best-selling author of the book Girlfriend Code, Women's Entrepreneurment Breakthrough Edition. And she's been featured in magazines such as Voyage Houston, Sheen Magazine, and Women's Empower Newers. And yes, it's Empower Newers, not Entrepreneurs. <laughs> so I want you guys to welcome Sia to BTS with Brit the Podcast. As always, grab your notebooks and grab your edges, like really secure your edges because Sia came through on this episode, okay? And get ready for all the gems and wisdom she has to share. Ladies and gentlemen, Sia Muwa. Sia, welcome to BTS with Brit. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Brittany? Good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a guest. I tell everybody all the time, BTS with Brit wouldn't be a thing without you. So thank you for helping me get to this point and for being a guest. I really appreciate you. Ah, uh, thank you. I really appreciate you having me on your platform and it's definitely a pleasure. Of course, what better guest to have as our first guest than you? <laughs> so I want to start by asking you first, what inspired you to get into this field? Well, I think what really truly inspired me is that it's an assignment for me, right? Um, I think that just living my life experiences and what I have gone through um, and in my moments of despair, um, not having someone there, I knew that there were other people like myself that were going through challenges um, that needed the support or needed the tools that I used to overcome some of the things that I have lived through. And so um, just being able to help people heal is what truly inspires me and seeing them walk into the fullness of their authentic selves. And when I say you help people heal, 
Listen, you don't come to play. I tell all my friends, get you a SIA. Book a SIA session because you're having somebody think about something that they never knew they can do. Like in the small period of time, well, it hasn't been small. It's been a few months that we've worked together. I've definitely seen a lot of changes in my life. One being the podcast. Yeah. So I was so excited to have you on here to help us navigate this conversation. Yes, definitely. I'm all about that soul work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that's one of the things in my industry that's kind of overlooked. We're so busy painting this picture of perfection and making it look like everything is so easy and cool that we don't talk about mental health. And when you run into a hard season or a rut, um, the first thing an artist wants to do is give up because they feel like, well, nobody else is going through this. And that's why it was so important for me to talk about this before we end the season. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So my first question is, we are in this time of the year where we call it winter blues. Mm -hmm. Um, And this season, you know, people experience seasonal depression. And as artists, winter is usually our slow season, which can be like super depressing because our income is lower. Mm -hmm. But this year, not only are we facing seasonal depression, slow season, but also COVID depression. So how do we maintain our mental health during this season? Well, I think you need to understand that mental health is something that's very serious. And I think oftentimes we make very light of what someone may be going through and experiencing. Um, So one of the things we know that when you're working, you're busy, um, and definitely during the holiday times, because things slow down, it's a time of reflection. It's a time of where you begin to miss family or um, people go through breakups, lose jobs, suicides rates go up. So one of the things I think that is so important is rest. Um, I think we are not taught how to rest well. And so I would say that you need to rest, center in, and focus. I know um, that in order to be able to move forward and prepare for the new year, you sometimes have to shut down and give your time, body, your body time, excuse me, to um, recalibrate right, your mind to um, kind of reflect on some of the things that you've overcome or went through through the year. Um, So I think also having the necessary boundaries in place, right? Um, Without boundaries, you're not doing yourself no self-care. And so um, you also need to be conscious of uh, what you're consuming and what you're allowing to be poured into you, because what is poured into you will definitely come out. So I, we are in this world where we are so engaged with social media um, and we are trying to compare ourselves to what people are doing, what we don't have, what we want. Um, and so limiting social media, limiting toxic conversations, um, definitely having yourself around a safe community um, will help you to determine how you weather the seasons. Because with every season that comes, you face something different, Right. And so I think preparation is key, okay, for those listeners that are listening. Now, you know, when the holidays come up, you you go into the family's house and you don't want to deal with the questions mm-hmm. going to come up. Um, and I know for me this year, it's going to be like, you're still single, you ain't married? No, nah, I'm not. But here's the thing. <laughs> it's, it's, we have to prepare for situations that are going to trigger us. And you have to know what your triggers are. 
that's part of being able to help your mental health. So if you know that you're going to go be around family and there's going to be certain questions or certain people that you don't want to see, you got to prepare your responses, right? Because if you don't prepare your responses or if you don't prepare before going in the situations, that's why we get triggered and we go from one to 10, right? Mm -hmm. You need to know how to regulate yourself, right? If there's certain conversations that I don't want to have, hey, my response to not being married is, you know what, I'm really focused on my career right now. And when it is the time for that to happen, it'll happen. Cut it short, right? Or sometimes you don't even have to feel the need to give a response. So my thing for your mental health is to prepare well, have a community, have some self-care. You're slowing down during the holidays. Take some days to rest. Plan your schedule. Um, It's just really doing what is going to be best for you and uh, take care of yourself. You have to take care of yourself before you can be anything else for anybody else. Mm -hmm. I love what you said about Uh, having your response and setting your boundaries and how you said, oh, I'm focusing on my career right now because my stupid self will say something like, you're my business and I don't like that. So (laughs) thank you for teaching me how to set healthy boundaries and give uh, good comebacks, respectful comebacks. Yes. Clapbacks is what I'm going to call it. Yeah, you know, you need to learn how to discipline yourself, right? Um, If I know I'm going to be triggered, I need to have something to combat the conversation so that you don't continue to press on an area that I'm not ready to talk about or I don't feel comfortable or is very sensitive. And we don't prepare. And that's what catches us off guard. I often uh, role play. Yeah, I role play. Like, if this is what's asked, this is what the response is going to be. And I'm going to cut it short. That's a great idea. I actually do that in my head a lot too. Like, you know what? Because if they say this to me, this is what I'm going to say back. Let me practice this. Because we don't really talk about how like going to family events can be so stressful and during all of what's going on, you know, seasonal depression, like I said, it's slow season. The next thing you want to do, the last thing you want to do is show up to a family event and have to deal with their foolishness. So I love how you said that we should set boundaries. Also, my industry is a really high pressure field. And a lot of artists, we're afraid to rest because we're afraid that we're going to fall behind. Mm -hmm. And you were talking about healthy resting and learning how to rest. What do you think are some things that we can do to basically rest healthy. I think, like I said, intentional about planning rest. Rest Mm -hmm. is part of living and being successful. Without rest, you're not going to be successful. And I think we have been taught to be so busy. We have been taught to be in this uh, rat race of um, and living in competition that we think that if we rest, like you said, we're going to miss out, right? So if you know the holidays are coming and you really want to rest, and I know finance is a big thing, and me and, me and um, Brittany worked on this, right? We kind of mm. changed um, some things in her business for her to be able to have planned rest days so that she doesn't miss out on her income, right? Part of that is assessing what are you charging um, your clients, right? Um, Because if you need to have compensation on those days that are a little bit slower, then you may need to raise your prices for 2021, right? Um, Also, that allows you when your income is there and it's stable and just changing some things in your business, right? Business model should be okay. Um, 
setting those days that are self-care days for you, where it's nothing about work, it's nothing about family, it's nothing about friends, it is about you, right? So if that is a day during the week that's a little bit slower that you can do that, and let's say if it's a a Wednesday, Wednesday is self-care day for Brittany, right, or Sia, Um, then just making sure that you're disciplined enough and you have those individual boundaries. Along with having boundaries for other people, we have to have boundaries for ourselves that we do not cross, right? So when I have a self-care day, I don't answer my phone. I make sure that that day is already planned for me, what I'm going to do, whatever it is. If you want to sleep all day, right, that's your day. And then when you're resting, making sure that you're pouring back into yourself. Are you reading? Are you uh, eating well? Are you exercising, right? Those are practical things that we hear everybody say, right? But part of resting well is also being in tune with who you are. And we have not been taught how to really be with ourselves. And that's why we can't rest. Because a lot of us don't like being with ourselves. Because we now, when we are with ourselves, we have to deal with things that we don't want to face. And a lot of us are busy because we don't want to face and deal with the reality of things that have our souls at unresolved or unrest. So, oh, Sia, you just put my wig back with that. If you could see my face, I was like, it, it brought up a lot of memories for me about keeping myself busy because I didn't want to be with myself. I was afraid to really sit down and just be by myself and check in and see how I felt. And one thing that I learned from you is to be intentional about my rest. Mm -hmm. And just like I plan everything else, I plan when I'm going to work, I plan when I'm going to an event to also plan my rest. So now I'll mark out my self-care days and I'll say, okay, this is what I'm going to do on my day. So while sometimes the Netflix, binging Netflix may be fun and eating Ben and Jerry's ice cream, I think about how will that make me feel in the long run? And I saw a tweet recently that said when you're doing the soul work to also make sure that you're doing the work for your body so that means eating healthy and working out is also a form of self-care so on my self-care days I'm intentional now I read I journal all the things that show me well all the things that I can do to really give myself that soul care so shout out to you for me that and you know Brittany think about it in your in your artistry Right. You want to make your client feel well, look well. For those of you that are creatives, you put your best into that client. So why not put the best into you? Because if you don't show up as the best, you're not going to be able to give yourself the best. And you're not in competition with nobody but yourself. And so what you're fighting is a mindset that you need to retrain to think healthy and positively. And me as a woman of God, I want to I want to put this note here for anybody that's listening. Okay. When you are in the will of God, you will not miss the will of God. So I say that whatever is written for you, I don't care if you take a day off. I don't care if you take a month off. You're not going to miss what God has already designed for you or the people that you're supposed to connect with and be with. So you have to find contentment in where you are and be comfortable with being who you are. Listen. That was a word. That was a word. Sia, just drop your cash app so we can pay our tithes and offerings because, listen, you are in here preaching. I wish I would have recorded this so you can see my face and my reactions. I'm trying not to move too much so my mic won't pick up me 
in here about to bust out in a praise dance. You okay? You okay? Listen, I felt the ghost on that one. That was good. <laughs> Over the weekend, I asked a few artists if they had any questions for you. And the most asked question was, how do I fight imposter syndrome? So can you explain what imposter syndrome is and how do we overcome it? Yeah, so let's define what that is. Um, imposter syndrome is basically being everything else but your authentic self. Um, you know, it's this illusion that you've created of who you want to be versus appreciating who God has created you to be. And so when you walk in uh, imposter syndrome, basically what you're saying is that what God has designed you to be um, is not enough. Um, you now have altered the very thing about yourself that God has made unique. Okay. And so what you're telling him in return is that what he made is a mistake and you and what he has placed on the inside of you is not enough. And so what you begin to do is now blend in with the rest of the crowd instead of standing out. Right. So when you walk in imposter syndrome, what you do is you take away the opportunity for people to really appreciate who you truly are. Right. And you take away the opportunity for you to evolve and be presented with opportunities to shine the gift that God has placed on the inside of you. Okay, so why do people operate in imposter syndrome? In syndrome, excuse me. Um, most of the times, if we look back, something in our life has told us, whether it be in our past or present, that we're not good enough. And so in order to feel worthy or feel enough, you become this image and you feel that, you know, I got to do this or I got to operate in perfectionism. A lot of people that operate in imposter syndrome are operating in perfectionism because I have to do something to prove to somebody that I'm worthy to be loved. Right. And basically what you're, you're trying to feel is the absence to validate your identity. And it goes back to, I said, You've got to be okay knowing who you are and spending time with who you are. And so we live our lives by what people have said, the experiences that we have had, and really what you're operating in is a spirit of fear when you're operating in imposter syndrome because you feel that if I truly be myself, someone that will not appreciate me and somebody will not love me, and it's a lie, Right? How do you overcome that? You know, you have to find out what the root of you operating in this imposter syndrome is. What, right? Um, also, you have to face the fear of rejection. I want to say this because I told this to one of my clients. Rejection oftentimes has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the other person. Okay? But because our lens and what we've been taught and what we have lived through makes us feel that somebody didn't choose us because we weren't worthy, then we, we begin to live life in the fear of if I do this or if I do that, if I show up this way, then I'm going to be rejected. And so part of overcoming this syndrome is revisiting the place to identify and cancel out the lie with the truth. Okay? Mm. And then what you need to do after that is go on a journey of self-discovery and acceptance of who you are. And then you need to begin to understand what makes you different and begin to love the things that are that define you as imperfectly beautiful. Because we're all beautiful, but we're not, we're not, we all have imperfections. And so we need to love the imperfections, but also love the things that we excel in, love the things that people compliment us about. But I find beauty in all facets of who I am. 
Because mm-hmm. it makes up who you are. And so the people that are called to love you and the people that are called to be in your life, those will be who you attract when you are authentically you. So I made a post today on social media that said, sis, all the rules are fake. Do you? And I said, mm-hmm. don't get caught up in the hype. Do what's authentic to you and the rest will follow. Because yeah. I noticed in our industry, as soon as somebody becomes successful and blow up, every artist, not every, but a handful of artists will follow behind this artist and feel like I need to do this to be successful. And I always tell artists, it's okay with using somebody as a blueprint, but grab what you need and then, you know, add your own twist to it. Don't copy verbatim because you're not showing up as your authentic self. Therefore, you're not going to attract the client that's meant for you. And for me, for years, I showed up as an artist that wasn't even really me. I felt like every time I was doing an event or speaking, I was like, hi, I'm Brittany Rogers. I'm a da 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 And it just felt so fake and forced. All the black and the turtlenecks. I felt like Steve Jobs. And even with the podcast, the first round of recordings that I did, I never released because it didn't feel good to me because I didn't feel like I was showing up as myself. So it wasn't until I stepped back and did that soul work and I asked myself who is Brittany who is she really (laughs) who is she as an artist and how can she show up authentically and I started doing that and then my tribe found me I would say the perfect example of that is Tabitha Brown Tabitha don't care about y'all judging her country voice or nothing she's just gonna show up like who she wants to be and people love her for that or Cardi B Cardi B show up like listen this is who I am Um, So I love that we got to speak on imposter syndrome because it happens so much. You know, and I know know another thing. Let's let's talk about this, Brittany, because I think we talked about this. Uh, uh, We are in a society that says if we don't have a number of followers that we are not important or we're doing something wrong instead of doing something right. Um, I, I think I made Brittany laugh about this. Like on my social media, Instagram, I probably have 400 followers. That doesn't affect who I am because I'm not defined by followers. I'm defined by the impact that I make with what has been given to me, right? Mm -hmm. When we look at Tabitha Brown, had she not been her unique self, would she be where she is? And we also got to understand everybody has a season and a time. And all of us want to get to the bright lights and the stage. But there's work that you have to do in between. You have to be trusted with the things that God gives you, the greater things that God gives you. So appreciate your moments of stretching, appreciate the moments where you're uh, defining, redefining who you are, learning who you are. What I've learned, I thank God that he allowed me to heal before I got to this place because I don't want to be responsible for other people's uh, failures, right? Or, or in them hurting themselves or, or, Whatever. I don't want to be responsible for um, not being affected with what God has given me, basically. Right? So you're not defined by numbers. Okay? You are already created uh, fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. And I love how you mention the waiting season. We often get frustrated in the waiting season, not realizing this is God's time to stretch and grow you. Mm -hmm. And for me, I look back at where I am, well, where I started and where I am now. Now that I'm working in TV and film years ago, I thought that I was qualified 
for the position that I'm in now. But had that version of Britney six years ago got the job that I'm working now, I would have ruined it because I thought that everything was about me. I thought that I was the celebrity and I was going to show up and this is my demands and what I need. And I would have been so pressed to post behind the scenes and everything else. And your girl will be broke with no job. (laughs) So I love how you said uh, to thank God for the waiting season and not compare ourselves in that season and be bound by numbers because that is so true. Lately, I've been looking up um, some creatives to help me expand my business. And I'm looking up all these creatives and I'm noticing they have like 200 followers and Mm -hmm. 500 and 300. But what you don't, what people don't know is they're working for huge brands. I was on a conference recently or like you, for example, you're an author, Mm -hmm. you have books out and everything, best selling books. Mm -hmm. But we get so caught up in the numbers that we don't look at what this person is really doing. Look at the impact that they're putting out in the world. Yeah. And and we, we got to understand that people buy followers. So everything that you see is not reality. And I think that's why you got to be very conscious of your self-talk and what you allow yourself to believe. I think there's a quote that said um, uh, by Lauren Hill is, you know, everybody, basically everybody wants lies, but reality is what they need. Fantasy, that's what you said. Everybody wants fantasy, but reality is what we need to live in the reality of the truth of who we are. Mm-hmm. Social media lies to us. I can present a good image and behind closed doors, I am a nut. Listen, and I know so many of those. I, I tell people all the time, your favorites, like what's that Drake line? Your idols become your your rivals and all of that. That is so true because you would think these people are balling out of control and living their best life. And in reality, they are burnt out. Lord Jesus, forgive me for saying this, coked out, high out their mind and just losing it. So I rather really do the soul work. So when I get to that level, I know that my success is coming from God. My foundation is in God. (laughs) You know, I've taken the time to find myself in the waiting period. So when I get to that high level, I can stay true to who I am. I'm not burnt out and I'm not following behind every trend, you know, just to say that I'm here. And, you know, there's a promise that comes with God. The world will give you everything, but when they get ready, they'll take it away. God will give you something that's long-lasting that you can keep and maintain. And and one of the quotes that I say is, there are no losses in the kingdom of God. You're either coming out with a lesson or a win. So there's no failure. When we think about failure, can you truly fail with God? No. No. What's that song? And gospel want to be like, no, of course not. I forgot what song it is, but that's all I could think of in my head. And it's so funny you said that because this morning in my prayer time, I was writing down everything that I'm believing God for in 2021. And I think about the visions that I get during my prayer time and during my worship time. And just because I don't have it right now, delay doesn't mean deny. God will give you everything in his season. Well, in the season that he thinks is best for you, you know, in due time. Yeah. And I I, uh, had mentioned, I was like, God, you know, give me something that's long lasting. Give me something that will be here for my children's children's children. So, 
And, and you said something so powerful. You said um, the Britney six years ago thought she was qualified. She was qualified. God was giving you a glimpse of what was to come, right? But when he gives you a glimpse, he has to perfect it and prepare you for that moment. So it wasn't a lie. You were qualified. You just had to catch up to the moment. See, I'm about to flip the table. <laughs> where, where is the worship team? We, I feel like we need the worship team behind you just playing the music because Omatic, no. insert the worship team right here. <laughs> and I know everybody listening is not um, a believer, okay? But I want to say this. Wherever you put work in, there are results. And if you work long enough and you work hard enough, right, um, what you sow is what you reap. It's going to reap something. Okay. So I don't want to just appeal to believers. I talk about God because I love God and I'm not ashamed because everything that I've gotten is from him. But for those of you that don't believe in God, wherever you put your work in, wherever you put your time in now, make sure that it's good ground, right? Because it's, it's, it's a principle, wherever you sow, if you sow on bad ground, you're going to reap bad results. Um, mm-hmm. But just perfect it. Perfect your crap always. And don't be ashamed for you creatives to ask other people that you uh, um, are inspired by or um, want to be like to help. Their vulnerability is a beautiful thing. You can only grow in your creativity when you're vulnerable. And a lot of us cannot be authentically us because we're scared to ask for help. We're scared to say, you know what? I don't have it quite all together. And for those of you that are listening to BTS with Brit, um, the beautiful thing about her being vulnerable and sharing pieces as we with you guys as you're listening, you're growing, you're evolving. We don't do that by ourselves. Mm-hmm. That is so true. You need a team and you need to find a tribe too. I heard T.D. Jakes once say, if you think that you can do it by yourself, your dream isn't big enough or you're not expanding your mind enough. There are so many artists that I reach out to. Shout out to Tiffany Lumpkin and Anthony Kennard, because I will slide up in their DMs like, listen, Crystal Wright, I will send her a voice message really <laughs> quick. Like, I don't know what to do. So don't get it twisted. I, I don't have it all together. I don't know all the answers. And I'm just so thankful that God has equipped me with other artists around <laughs> me that are open to answering my questions because we do run into artists who are just so high up on the hill <laughs> that they'll just be like, uh-uh, you know what? You're trying to pick my brain and I don't like that. You can pay for my service. Now, listen, I understand everybody got to make a coin, but little stuff, little stuff, like you could ask them, hey, where did you get that that uh, that bag from? Um, you can book a consultation. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. And I tell people all the time, all the time, my DMs are open because I remember being in the position of starting out and feeling lost and not knowing what to do and not having anybody to go to. And that's one of the reasons that I wanted to create BTS with Brit because while I may not be able to sit and talk to you on the phone, or maybe you just don't feel comfortable enough to reach out and say, hey, sis, I have a question. Yeah. But there's the podcast. I, I wanted to create the podcast to create a safe space for artists to feel seen and heard and to just learn so we can level up together. No artists left behind. Yes, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I have one more question for you. Okay. 
And it is, as artists, we put a lot into our business to the point our entire lives become our brand. So how do we begin to discover who we are outside of our business and create a healthy work-life balance? I think one of the questions is that we oftentimes don't ask ourselves, and I find this a lot with my clients when I ask them who they are, they don't know. You have to ask, who am I? And when you don't know who you are, you have to go back and see who you wanted to be at a young age and have conversations of what prevented you from becoming that person, right? Um, And then you have to figure out who you want to be now and in the future and find ways to introduce that person to who you are. And then you also have to be exposed to um, create opportunities for yourself to find out who you truly are. See, we don't like the journey. We are people, we just want the answers. I'm a person now I'm learning, like, I want to go on the journey. Because when you allow yourself to go on the journey, you're going to find things about yourself that you did not know. And, and, I, and I love this. I remember when I was with um, my son's father, we went to counseling. He was trying to make a relationship work at what, I don't know, I think I was 20 years old. I didn't know nothing about the see I was going to be now. And he said, you will turn into five different people in the stage of your life. Mm-hmm. And he didn't lie. Each time I was introduced to these different people, I learned things about myself um, that opened me up to a whole new world. And I'm glad that I left those other four people behind because if I hadn't, I would not be where I am now. So you have to love the journey and be in pursuit in the journey. Right. And then go back. A lot of people don't like to do this. We think when the past, the past is past and we just gonna let it be the past. No, the past will show up in your creative, creative mental block. Uh, Your past will show up with your clients. Your past will show up in your family. And that's why a lot of you guys find yourself stuck because you haven't healed. I always say this, heal the soul and your mind will follow. Okay. And so, you you know, you got to take advantage and apply and practice um, also having a healthy lifestyle, you know, create a company. A lot of you guys work for companies that have um, work-life balance. You got to take advantage of that. Have shutdown time. Uh, do the homework, right? But also don't, um, I think a lot of us want to take creatives. We are these type of people. We want to do thousands of things and don't have the time to do them. Okay. <laughs> everything mm-hmm. that you will see, <laughs> everything you envision and everything you feel is not for that season. Okay. Like I said, God will give you a glimpse of what's to come, but you have to pri- prioritize and ask in what season. And so in order to rest also and have a healthy life balance, when work is done, it's done. Don't take it home. You know, have some boundaries around, you know, shutdown time and, uh, days that you're going to work and days you're going to get rest. So things of that nature, I would say to create a healthy work-life balance, what works for you? Everything is different for everybody. Ciao. Once again, <laughs> Pastor Sia. <laughs> <laughs>
No, I love that. Because for a while, I found myself being so caught up in Brittany, the makeup artist. I didn't know who I was outside of work. And I think when we first start working together, you asked me, who is Brittany? Mm-hmm. And I responded back, oh, I'm a TV film beauty makeup artist. And you were like, girl, no. <laughs> no. Who are you outside of work? So looking back, that was one of the best things I could have done for myself this summer is to really figure out who I am outside of work because my mindset was I have a business I'm supposed to be on all the time and that's not it like I I'm also a part-time chef like I can cook my behind off okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) I am a sister a auntie there's so many elements to me outside of um, being a makeup artist and also creating healthy work-life balance. I feel like my work ethic has boosted because of that. I started to say to myself, okay, you know what? Even if I'm not on set, I have working hours. I'm going to work from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And whatever is not done after that is going to have to wait till the next day. I, I spent majority of my 20s just working my butt off. I would stay up to two o'clock in the morning. There were no boundaries with my work. And it got to a point where I started to hate it. I felt burnt out. I told Sia one day, I am not doing makeup anymore. And she was like, no, sis, you're tired. And that's exactly what it was. I was tired. I didn't have boundaries. I've been doing this for 10 years. And it took me all that time to figure out a healthy work-life balance. So I say that to say, don't, don't, don't be like me. See, I'm being transparent. I'm being open because I don't want you all to get burnt out. <laughs> Look at Brittany using them tools. Um, but you, you said something really powerful that I just caught when you said um, you built um, your brand around who you are. And that's what happens um, when we go in seasons where the brand is no longer working. We fall really uh, into depression because we built our identity around our brand. And what you need to understand in this life is things change, right? So you're not your, in, in actuality, yes, your brand is a compliment to who you are, but that is not who you are. So, and, and so when the brand crumbles or when something changes, then you don't know who you are. So that's why you got to understand the value of being in tune with yourself. So when you lose things, you don't lose yourself. Mm-hmm. See ya. Thank you again for being my guest. That was so amazing. My edges are gone. I mean, I do this with you every week. And this is how I feel every week. And I just want everybody to experience the gift of you. So see ya, please let us know how we can stay connected with you. Yes, definitely. And I appreciate you having me on. Um, For those of you that want to follow me, you can visit my website at www.instrument-ofgod.com. I have some exciting things going on that you can follow me and get just kind of connected with me. You can follow me on Facebook at Instrument of God Ministries, Instagram at IOG underscore ministries, and Twitter at I underscore M underscore IOG. And I'll also leave links to her social media and her website in the description of this podcast and on my Instagram. So go check out Sia, book your session, follow her, read her books because she will change your life in a matter of a day. I don't mean to go off track, but the first session I ever did with Sia, the way she responded back, I was like, wow, okay, okay. 
Hey. <laughs> and I'll be sure to give them that Britney discount. <laughs> oh, you heard that? You get a BTS or Brit discount. Look at God. God just blessed y'all today. <laughs> Blessing the saints. At the end of our podcast, we have a segment called Last Looks. And Last Looks is usually where I give advice. Um, but since you have given us so much amazing advice today, I want to know, would you mind praying us out? Definitely. You know, you know, you know, in our sessions, I don't play about prayer. So mm-hmm. definitely pray. Um, okay. Father God, we just thank you today, Lord. We thank you for who you are, God. I thank you for this opportunity, God. I pray for all your listeners, all your creatives, God, that are stuck. Help them to get unstuck, God. I pray that you would touch areas in their lives, God, that they need to deal with the issues of their soul because that is the place from which we live and have experiences, God. God, I pray for those that are embarking on the holiday season, God. God, that they would really be intentional about their rest to God, but Father God, that they would not be moved by what's going on on social media. They would not be moved by the the rat race of this world, God, but they would be moved by your spirit and what you called them to do and what you called them to be. In this season of the holiday, help them to find who they truly are and be content with who they are because your word says, God, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made and our soul knows it. So I just say right now, help their soul to know it and help them to know, Father God, that you love them with an unfailing love, God, and everything about them is imperfectly beautiful, God, and help them to shine. So we thank you, God. I pray that this would be a season of healing, restoration, peace, joy, and love. And we give you honor for this episode. And God, I just looked up Brittany as well, Father God. Open doors of opportunity, God. Let this be a podcast that transcends, God. Transcends and changes people's lives through the uh, the talks of makeup and artistry, God. So I thank you right now, Father God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Wow. Like, That's all I have to say is, wow, was that not an inspiring and like life-changing episode? How do you guys feel? Do you feel empowered? Do you feel like a weight has been lifted off your shoulders? Because that's how I feel every time I do a session with Sia. Every week, sis is snatching my edges. So I hope that this episode has really touched your heart. And if you're currently battling a mental health struggle, just know you are not alone. I've been there with you before. I know how it is to have extreme anxiety. I've struggled with moments of depression, months, a year of depression. And there were days where I couldn't even get out of bed, let alone get dressed. So I got you. I'm here with you, sis. And remember, if you need any help, Sia is available. I'm available. Feel free to slide in my DMs and just say, sis, I need to talk to somebody. I am your girl. I'm here with you. And here at BTS for Bread, we do not grow alone. We grow and glow together. So until next time, our last episode, episode 10, I love you guys so much. Be sure to take care of yourself, rest, and don't forget to wash your brushes. Love y'all. Bye.